Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers, and happy Monday to you. Um, I brought the best. Like, I always try to bring the best in, but I brought one of the best. If you're looking for the best, well, let's, you know, that's me. Well, I'm teasing, but I brought I brought one of my friends in. Thomas, good morning. Happy Monday to you. How are you? Doing good, and thanks for having me. Love to love to come on to Top Fan. You bet. You bet. Absolutely. So, Monday, obviously, um, you know, there's a lot of movement. Winter meetings are over, a lot of signings. Who are you excited about for the Braves to get? So, obviously, we have come off the 2023 season with the best offense in the history of Major League Baseball. So, we're not really looking for any bats. I mean, if it happens to fall in our lap, wonderful, beautiful, but we need pitching. So, hopefully, we get someone of high caliber when it comes to starting pitching. So maybe oh. that's a Jordan Montgomery. Maybe that's a Blake Snell. I, I would love a high-class, maybe B-plus, A-minus, A-class pitcher, preferably a lefty, to go along with Max Freed, and that would solidify us as one of the best teams in Major League Baseball. Okay, so where does that come from? I mean, we're going to have to trade for these people. They're, uh, we, excuse me, not trade, uh, free agency. Those two pitchers are from free agency. If we want to go and try to pick up or try to trade for someone, I'm okay with that too. But we need to do something. We can't limp into the 2024 season like we limped into the 2023 postseason. It's not going to work out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's funny that you mentioned this stuff, Thomas, because to me, Everybody's talking about all these superstars that are are out there. Great. Solidify your offense, but offense isn't where you win the games. It's whether or not you can move runners over, which is offense, but that's just playing fundamental baseball. But it's a lot of your defense, a lot of your pitching. If you can't pitch, you can't win. Yeah. And, and so, as you can see how well we did in the postseason, we struggled because we did not have pitching. We had one and a half pitchers going into the 2023 postseason. And you can't win like that. We had the most potent offense, scoring 5.8 runs per game throughout the regular season and just laid an egg in the postseason. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's that's the st- type of stuff that frustrates me because, again, we laid an egg in the postseason too as Dodger fans. And so, I mean, we struggled, 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 but it kind of is what it is, right? I mean, you just yeah. deal with it and you, you go on and you mm. – um, who would you be most nervous about? Is there a player or two that you hope doesn't end up with the Mets or the Phillies or or some of your competition in the East or some of the competition? Let's just say that it gets crazy. The Phillies win the division. You mm-hmm. guys are playing for a wild card spot. Is there one or two players that you really hope you don't see in your division or in the National League? So I am most nervous about big name relief pitcher, Josh Hader. And I really don't want to see him Mm. going to a team like the Philadelphia Phillies because the Phillies are the next team next to the Braves that are almost as well-rounded as us. So the better that they get, especially on the defensive side, especially on the back end of the, uh, of the bullpen, a dominant pitcher like Josh Hader, usually pitchers like that, if they have a one, two run lead going into the eighth, ninth inning, put it up like it's done so i don't want to see them get that much better than they already are that's what i'm nervous about right now 
So I need them to just stay stagnant, either even regress. I don't <laughs> want to see them get better. Yeah, yeah, that, and that's I mean when you have Craig. Kimbrell, exactly. right? I mean, you mm-hmm. never know. That guy was great five years ago, but mm, not so much right now. He's not a closer anymore. For the Braves, great closer. Unbelievable closer. If he had stayed his career with the Braves and just ended it there, he's going to be in conversation for being in the Hall of Fame. But his career is definitely taking a turn for the worse, unfortunately. And I would barely give him the setup role position right now. But he's definitely not a closer anymore. But stick him in there maybe seventh, maybe eighth inning just to get to the closer, and that's what you need. But that's where they're lacking right now is the Phillies. They need a top-end closer, and Josh Hader could be that player for them, and I would hate to see that happen. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> yes. Of course you would. Um, okay, so we've had a bunch of people sign. Um, now, what – I, I can't stand rumors. This is there's two times of the year that I can't stand leading up to the trade deadline because mm-hmm. everybody's on the on the trade block. And if you go on social media, you're going to see people that are just making up stuff. Oh, Ronald Acuna Jr. is being traded from the Braves from uh, to the Phillies for their 27th round pick and some fungal bats mm-hmm. per, you know, and they just make crap up. Right. Yeah. I also hate this time of year where everybody wants to know where Shohei's going or where Soto's going or whoever, mm-hmm. right? And so um, who would you like, besides for who would you like to see, you've already said that, but who would you, who do you think's going to get better? Let me ask you that. Who do you think gets better by some addition or some subtraction? Who, what's the team that you look at and you say, hmm, They've got a huge upside, and it sounds like they're trying to make moves forward. So we're talking team-wise. Unfortunately, I think your Dodgers are the next team to get better because if you look into the offseason last year going into the 2023 season, this was supposed to be a down year for the Dodgers. And as you see, you won the division again on a down year. So you – the, the ceiling is so high for you. You have so much room for growth. And I hate it because the Dodgers and the Braves have become a mini rivalry with each other where we're everyone's projecting us to meet in the NLCS. So everyone gears up to play against the Dodgers. We circle that on the calendar every single year. I see the Dodgers as the next team that's that we need to worry about because they have so much room for growth that they're not going to be like at their ceiling, what the Braves were one of the best teams right now. There's not much room we can do to get better, but you have the Dodgers over here. There's so much more room for growth, and y'all are already playing out of your mind right now. So yes, I'm going with the Dodgers as the team. I'm worried about. You know who? Thank you. Bless you, my friend, for knowing your audience. Going after that, um, you know who I see the the full upside of. That it only goes. They're just this side. There's two teams. They're mm-hmm. just this side of either making the playoffs or if they've already made the playoffs, making long runs. And that's the Seattle Mariners mm-hmm. and the Toronto Blue Jays. I just see those two teams. Like you've you've heard some stuff recently about, you know, the Blue Jays chasing after Shohei and and some different deals that they're doing. It's a unique thing for both of those teams because 
again, when you look at the American League East, you're looking at Yankees, uh, Red Sox. Well, both those teams didn't make playoffs this season. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're looking at those teams, and the other three teams did make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And so I just – I think both those teams are that close. Now, when I'm looking at the National League East, your division – I don't see the Nats making much, many moves. Um, no. I, I, I can't figure out Miami. I don't think that Miami is really, I just don't know. I, I don't I understand. I put that. Miami as one step below the Torontos and the Seattles, where they're literally one piece away from being a contender. So Miami is like literally just below that level. Yeah. It, but what's so funny about that is it seems like players don't stay there long enough. It's kind of like Oakland, right? They come up, they play with Oakland, they have some good seasons, boom, they're out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I do see Philly and the Braves really kind of battling it, battling it out. And so, and and the Mets are an interesting team because they're, you know, they're they're from Gotham, right? Yeah. You know, you expect certain things to happen with these guys. And so... The Mets are a unique team, but I, I'll tell you what, I love me some Philly Braves or some Mets Braves on Sunday Night Baseball. That's yep. good stuff right there. The thing about the Mets is that they usually lay an egg, but their organization, they're not afraid to spend money. As you can see this past year, they will throw any kind of money, any amount to anybody to bring them in, but they just can't seem to mesh well enough to make a run. But they're always going to be in the back of your mind. They're always going to be those those people that's right there. They're going to be a part of every conversation about any high name player, and they're always going to be there. So you're always always worrying about the Mets in some form, some way. Yeah, and and it's been a a, a really long time since the Mets have been really really good. I mean, they had the one run in 2015 where the Royals beat them in the World Series. Um, but prior to that, about 2002, 2003 is where they kind of threw the brakes off. Yeah. Right. And so, um, so yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, yeah, I just, Mets are unique like that. So let's, let's try one, one other scenario. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I'm going to ask you a question again that I don't like. Right. There's nothing. So if you watch the old versions of the old interviews after Roger Maris hit number 61, he was in the locker room at the end of the the game. And the guy that caught the 61st home run ball was there with him. And a reporter asked him, hey, Rog, do you think you can do it again next year? Yeah, I would. I mean, Roger hit 275 home runs in his entire career. One yeah. year he hit 61. Uh, yeah. Um. Ronald Acuna Jr. had a career year that is probably not going to be matched for a very, very long time. Mm-hmm. Now, was that a year? Was that a one and done year? Or is, and I don't mean to say that he's not already fantastic to begin with, but I'm saying, do you see that type of level of year continuing for the next three to five years? Or is that just the baseball gods smiled on him this year? And he's going to come back down to his normal reality. Now, unfortunate for the rest of Major League Baseball, I do think 
the 2023 version that you saw of Ronald Acuna, uh, Ronald Acuna Jr. That is his gameplay. That is okay. natural, healthy Ronald Acuna. Because okay. if you remember a couple of seasons ago, 2021, when he got hurt, he was putting a season together very similar to what you just saw in 2023. He is the, just that caliber player where he can spring this type of season together if he stays healthy any type of year. And that's what's going to scare all of Major League Baseball because this might just be the start and he's only going up from here. We just need him to stay healthy. If he stays yeah. healthy, he's going to be dangerous and one of the scariest players to play against in Major League Baseball. Yeah. And see, fans, the I hate to use the word casual fan, but the the casual fan look at it and say, dude, that was amazing. Why can't you just do that every year? Well, if you played baseball before at a competitive level, at a higher competitive level, when you have a guy 60 feet, six inches away from you, when he releases the ball, he's 57, 58 inches or 57, 58 feet away from you. And he's throwing 90 plus miles an hour or you don't know what's coming. You have less than a second to respond. Mm -hmm. Hitting a baseball is one of the hardest things you're ever going to do. Hitting a baseball a long way and hitting home runs. I mean, stop and think about it. I mean, there was what? Uh, I don't know. 17, 1800 home runs hit in the whole season. How many at bats were there this season? 60, 70,000 total played uh, at bats, not played appearances, at bats. And yet only 1800 home runs. So what Ronald Acuna did was special. Um, I'm not going to ever take that away from him. I would love to see it happen again. I mean, baseball is the one sport in, in America that you are praised for failing seven times out of 10. You're put yeah. in the Hall of Fame for failing seven times out of 10. Seven times out of 10. So let me ask you a weird question. Mm -hmm. And I'm not I'm not dogging here on Acuna. Yep. Does Corbin Carroll have the ability to be as good as Acuna? Now, mind you, Corbin is very small sample size, one season. Yeah. 25 home runs. What was it? 53 stolen bases. Can if he... The, the, do you see this kid as somebody that could be somebody that's talked about for a long time? Or do you think in his sophomore year, we're going to see the real Corbin Carroll? So I'm going to go one step further, not just Corbin Carroll, but a lot of these younger name players, they're at least going to be in the same book, the same chapter, the same page as Acuna. You might not be right there with Acuna, but you're going to be the same caliber player. Your, your, um, Who's uh you got your Corbin Carroll? Who's the star player out there in Seattle? The younger kid. Oh, uh, J Rod. J Rod out there, um, out there, the newer player that play, came up for the Cincinnati Reds. These younger caliber players, they are growing up and they are having that unique talent of that speed and power that we just haven't seen in baseball before. Your Acuna's, your Juan Soto's, your J Rods, your Corbin Carroll's. Uh, it's just that many players that have the same type game that if they get into the right situation, the right organization, they're going to be just as good as the Cunha and all that same caliber player. And they just have to find the right recipe like the Braves have found. If you Even if you rewind a couple of seasons to Freddie Freeman in 2020 when he got his MVP award, he had to get the right mesh of players around him to highlight his game enough so that he can reach his potential. 
So if you get the right team around these caliber players, these star players, they're going to show you things that you've never seen before, like a 40-70 season that you just saw from Acuna. He yeah. surrounded the Braves surrounded him with these players that can highlight him, that he can he can actually take a couple of pitches. He can actually actually be more risky out there because he has a player like Matt Olson batting right behind him that you don't want to pitch around Acuna. You don't want to throw him nothing but trash because you're afraid of what's going on to come up that's on deck. So if they get into the right situation, it's going to be out there. Yeah, I agree with you. And Thomas, I agree with you. It's, you know, I was doing some math here based on uh, uh, two weeks ago, based on what Corbin Carroll had done. Right. And if, you know, if you have a Christian Walker, something like that in the lineup where you don't want to have to, you know, get Corbin on, you want to try to get Corbin out because, you know, Christian Walker can protect him type thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, you really do. You really do have a shot for this guy in his career. If he plays, let's say he plays 15 seasons um, in his career, he could potentially have 350 home runs with. 700 stolen bases mm -hmm. and that's that's noteworthy that's that's special like you yeah. don't you don't see that kind of a caliber player but again he plays in arizona so <laughs> you know, arizona is going to have to get better for him to get recognized but yeah exactly. no, i agree with you okay uh final question for you and this is for all of you listening to this normally these flow now when Thomas and I scheduled this, we wanted to have more of a grab bag conversation because we wanted it to be more just let's just talk about what's going on right now and just have kind of a very simple conversation. So, Thomas, final question. Um, if you are going to look at the Braves, you're going to look at the Phillies, you're going to look at the Mets, um, Miami may be doing some stuff and and the Nationals playing spoiler. Is there anything right now? on this date, when this airs, that you're concerned about that says that the Braves can't win the National League East next season? That would be the Braves. And they're in this, they're in the conversation with all the people that they need to be in a conversation with. Mm -hmm. But if we fail to get these starting pitchers, if these starting pitchers start signing elsewhere, if these starting pitchers start going to the rivals like the Mets, start going to the Phillies, those teams around us are getting better and we're staying right where we are. We cannot afford to stay where we are right now. We have to constantly be trying to improve. And if we stay where we are, we're not going to win the World Series in 2024. I'm, I am a Braves fan, but I'm a baseball fan first. So I can see what needs to happen and I can see the Braves will fail and will not be what we want to be if we just stay right where we are. Amen. Amen. Love it. Love it. Top Fan Rivalry followers, so that you know, Thomas has a, a show with Jackson as well called Chop House Chatter. They do a great job. Please follow them on YouTube. Subscribe to them on YouTube. Um, they do a great job. You have to understand, not only are they Braves fans, but they're baseball purists. They understand the game. They understand the history of it. I've listened to a number of their episodes, and they're a lot of fun. They always have nice guests on. It's always good time. So, yeah, I look, look forward to I mean, I haven't, my phone's, you know, charged up and ready to go. I haven't been invited back on their show lately, but <laughs> I'm sure the invite just got lost in the mail, Thomas. I, I It's probably I'll stuck in my outbox, you know, stuck in the spam, you know, something like that. Something like that. But 
everybody, it's Monday. We wanted to give you just a flavor of just thinking about the winter meetings. It's so hard because we're missing baseball right now, but there's so many things. You got right, or you got uh, Top Fan Fan Fest coming up. You got spring training coming up. And I mean, let's not kid ourselves. Spring training is like 60, 70 days away. So it's like nothing. We're going to see the fat guy come down the chimney. Uh, we got New Year's coming. And then, you know, boom, right? Yeah. So, Thomas, thank you for being the guest this morning. Again, Chop House Chatter, YouTube, check them out. Um, now, Thomas, are you guys on Spotify as well? We will be on Spotify in the extreme near future. There are some things in the works. And when it happens, we're going to post it everywhere. So make sure you're following me. Make sure you're following Jackson. You can find me at uh, 755 Chop Talk. You can follow Jackson at Top Fan Stats Guy. And when when we have some news, you're going to be able to see it. You just got to make sure you're following us. You can follow Top Fan Robbery. Follow everybody. We're going to post it everywhere. We're going to spam everywhere. You're going to get your baseball news. You're going to get your Braves news. It's going to be out there for you. I endorse these guys. These guys are good people, so I look forward to it. Thank you, Thomas, for joining. Stick around for a second. Everybody, enjoy your Monday. Um, do not forget, do not forget that um, FanFest is out there. Uh, you can go on and buy your tickets. Thomas even has a discount code that he'll give you. Tell everybody your discount code, Thomas. believe it is Chop Talk. C-H-O-P-T-A-L-K, Chop Talk. Get okay. that discount code. Come see us. Come have a good time. I might even give you a discount on an autograph. Maybe. <laughs> Love it. Everybody, enjoy your Monday. We will talk to you very soon.